Van Tassel liked to say that both he and Moses were compelled to build their tabernacles via instructions from a man that came out of the sky, in Moses's case it was God, and in Van Tassel's, an extraterrestrial. Van Tassel writes in his memoir I rode a flying saucer that he awoke one night to find a man standing at the foot of his bed. Beyond the man, about a hundred yards away, hovered a glittering, glowing spaceship, seemingly about eight feet off the ground. The man introduced himself in English as Solgander from the planet Venus and invited Van Tassel aboard his ship, where he divulged the schematics of the Integratron. Its construction would become Van Tassel's focus for the next 25 years. Van Tassel's interest in flying aircraft was borne out by his career choice. Born in 1910 in Ohio, he entered the aviation industry in 1927, after gaining his pilot's license, and worked for both Howard Hughes at Hughes Aviation and Lockheed Aircraft during his career. Of Hughes he wrote, One day with Howard was more to me than months I have spent with other men. The author of four books, Van Tassel claimed to have made exactly 410 radio and television appearances and gave hundreds of lectures across the United States and Canada in his lifetime, many concerning the mysterious dome he was building out in the desert. Van Tassel was also quoted talking about his unidentified flying object visit in Life magazine in 1957, albeit mockingly. The Life Reporter covering Van Tassel's Interplanetary Spacecraft Convention for the magazine's May 1957 issue, characterized the convention's 1,200 Earthling attendees, who came to swap stories of unidentified flying object abductions and hopefully spot a saucer or two after the sun went down. It probably didn't help Van Tassel's credibility that he announced at the convention that he'd decided to run for president in 1960 and that his extraterrestrial friends were going to help run his campaign. Even his supporters, like the fellow unidentified flying object enthusiast and author Trevor James Constable, acknowledged that Van Tassel was widely regarded by scientists as a crackpot. But despite the skepticism he faced from the media, Van Tassel's devotees had no such hesitations, the Integratron was funded by donations from hundreds of supporters around the world. He calmly eschewed criticism of his theories and talked matter-of-factly about his communication with aliens and his belief in time travel. When asked by a skeptical interviewer if he was perhaps unbalanced or had experienced an emotional upset, Van Tassel replied wryly, I've never had an emotional upset other than women. The biggest trouble on this planet is, that when you get smart enough to do something with the knowledge you have acquired here, death intervenes. Van Tassel wrote, Science continually disproves its own theories. He explained about his willingness to believe. This is the only gauge by which man can record progress. Even time is only recognized as it passes and events recorded after they happen. Man accepts three-dimensional theory because the illusion is understandable to his limited thinking. With applied undisturbed effort, man can develop his all-dimensional sense of being and record time and events in the future as well as present and past. But Van Tassel's beliefs about the fluid and unreliable nature of time were in many ways a reflection on mortality. The biggest trouble on this planet is that when you get smart enough to do something with the knowledge you have acquired here, death intervenes, he wrote. Our lifespan is just too short. Van Tassel's solution to old age was a high-voltage electrostatic generator that would supply a broad range of frequencies to recharge cellular structure. By recharging cells through electromagnetism, we could turn back the clock, thereby extending lifespan, he said. 
It wasn't about transporting people through time. The aim of his time machine was to turn back the clock, to give our physical bodies more time. He compared it to charging a car battery, although as the Professor Bates points out, the concept of charging cells is, like many of Van Tassel's ideas, too vague a concept to be considered a testable conjecture. Testable or not, Van Tassel directed his skeptics to consider the known, yet, invisible entities of gravity, oxygen, electricity, and magnetism, as well as the limits of our five senses which restrict us to a narrow experience of the known spectrums of light, sound, and smell. Humans have the capacity to see less than 1% of the electromagnetic spectrum, he noted in his writing, which means both birds and bees have the ability to see things we cannot. Still, people go around saying, I won't believe something unless I see it, he wrote. He was determined to provide his naysayers with irrefutable evidence in the form of his rejuvenation machine, which he believed would offer proof of his alien encounter while benefiting mankind immeasurably.